Hey everyone, welcome back to Anime Tech Guy Podcast. I'm your host, Nikon. And I'm your other host, Ichigo. Welcome back, guys. Welcome. Join us this week as we discuss Mashle. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey guys. So this week we'll be talking about Mashle. Just to start off, what did you think about it? Like really quick, your first impression. Of the show? Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> it is a parody show. So hilarious. That's the only funny. thing. It was it just it was hilarious. I couldn't take the show seriously, to be honest. It was hilarious. I mean I think I think it's not meant to be serious, so <laughs> Well, it is a par. It's like a parody, adventure, fantasy, comedy parody. I, I want to say this show was definitely Harry Potter when I first watched it, and I am not like a Harry Potter fan, but this show was definitely like the first first couple episodes. I was like, this is definitely Harry Potter meets comedy anime. It is. <laughs> um, I mean, people have described it as basically a parody of Harry Potter. And One Punch Man, although I think it's more like Mob Psycho, like the main character. Oh. But yeah. But basically, for those of you who don't know, this uh, the story is set in a magical world in which an individual's position within society is defined by their power and skill with magic. But Mash Burndead is a young man without so much of an ounce of magic in his blood. And in order to live a peaceful life with his adoptive father, he will need to become a divine visionary, um, which is a title only given to exceptional students from the Eastern Magic Academy. So despite having no magic whatsoever, Mash goes to the magic school and determined to, to survive and show the world that muscles can beat magic. I will say, honestly, I thought it was going to be a little more serious. In what aspect? I thought it was a little more like shonen-esque. Mm. Therefore, I don't know, a, a little more serious, but it, it had more of like the Gintama goofiness. Yeah. It, to me, the show reminded me of Psyche K. Oh, yeah. My mom loves that. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those shows where that show you cannot take serious at all mm-hmm. because it is just straight up comedic. So even the more serious moments yeah for psyche k he's like talking about his parents or but for mashley it's the and i've forgotten a lot of their names so excuse me but the guy with the gray and gray white purple hair that operates the puppets when he had his flashbacks with his mom i was like oh wow this is really serious. This is really sad. And then all of a sudden, Mash is just coming out of nowhere, just boom, breaking all the puppets, just destroying everything. Yeah. I think Abel, that's, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just destroying everything. I mean, it definitely has that one punch strength, like one punch man, ah. Saitama. But I feel like his character, yeah, his characteristic is more like Mob from Mob Psycho. Um, because of the more like naive aspect, but also kind of stupid. I don't. I don't want to say he's. In, well, yeah, he's definitely naive, 
But that could be because one, he's been sheltered all his life. And two, he's literally just like a, I go with flow. Oh yeah. Type of guy. Like whatever happens, like even in the middle of fights, he's just like, you, you stepped on my shoe cream. What are you doing? And then he goes crazy. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Or when he's fighting the dude with the purple hair, he pulls out the shoe cream out of his out of his pocket. Oh yeah. And he's like, You found my, oh, my shoe cream. How did you find it? It's <laughs> like, didn't you just pull it out? What do you Where doing? does he get he must have a stash? Yeah. He he has like a secret stash all the time. All the time. Why shoe cream? I, I never understood that. That that's like the most random. Shoe cream is the cream puff. No, I know, but like why? Oh. Like why? They never explain that, but apparently when he escaped, not escaped, but like when he went into town without his dad knowing, this was in the very first episode, and he was like, I, I really just wanted cream puff. Like I really just wanted the cream puff, so uh, I left the house to get a cream puff. Yeah. That's how addicted he is. He was like, I do not care about my safety. I don't care if people find out that I don't have magic. Yeah. Because for people who have not seen the show, everybody, every single person in this show has a particular line on their face. Yeah. And that is supposed to indicate, I believe, how strong like how their strong. magic is. Yeah. Yeah. The more the more lines, like usually the more powerful, or like, mm-hmm. it's like a level up indicator and anyone without magic is basically taken out i think they are in prison and then Mm -hmm. they're taking out because they are considered a curse in that community yeah and dangerous to society he has absolutely no magic but he is basically the strongest basically the strongest person he's stupid strong he's stupid strong to the point where he can fool everyone into thinking that he's because he's so strong, he can do magic. Because it's so ridiculous how strong he is. Yeah. There's a scene where he tries to fly on a broom. <laughs> but he doesn't have any magic, so he can't make the broom fly. So what does he do? He jumps up in the air and kicks his feet at, like, super speed. <laughs> in order to, quote, unquote, levitate off the ground. That was amazing. And this is why I think this show is strictly comedic. Like if they had more serious moments, I could not take this show seriously yeah. because the first several episodes is nothing but comedy. Even in the serious moments with dealing with MASH, mm-hmm. you, I can do nothing but laugh out loud. And this show actually made me laugh out loud to the point where um, I would sit on my lunch break at work while watching the show, I had my headphones in and I work in a pretty small office, but mm-hmm. there have been a couple of times where I've laughed out loud and my boss is like, hey, what are you watching? It seems like it's really fun. <laughs> and there aren't too many shows where the the comedy is that in your face to where it makes you laugh out loud. For me, the only two shows that I can think of or that I can name my top two that make me laugh out loud is Psyche K and Mashley. That's those are the only two. I feel like for this, similar to 
One Punch Man, like it doesn't take itself too seriously because it's accepted that the story is it's a parody in a sense or just to make fun of I don't know it could be like Harry Potter or whatever Mm -hmm. but so because it accepted like not taking itself too seriously it it works you know what I mean yeah yeah which I get that it works and it's funny and I actually believe they've been renewed for a season two because Spoiler for anybody that has not seen it. Season one did end off on a cliffhanger. They will Mm -hmm. be making a season two. I'm not too sure when, if they have announced it, I have not seen an official like start date yet. Um, A second season will premiere in January. Okay. It's January. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. As, As far as I've read. Okay. Okay. Now, how did you feel about the show's, in your face, Harry Potter, like making fun of Harry Potter. Uh, Mash, who is obviously Harry in this situation. <laughs> Although Harry had magic. He had mm. powers. Yeah. In this case, it's almost like, okay, we're going to make Harry Potter into a comedic anime, but the main character is not going to have no magic. But even like his stepdad gave him that line that looks like Harry's thunderbolt scar on his head. Yes, exactly. That that I was like, oh my god, they're really going for it. They really went for it when they did the broomstick and the Quidditch game. Yeah, I was like, they are definitely coming for Harry Potter. I do feel like it was more of an homage, although they were kind of making fun of Harry Potter, they were also just poking at holes of like how ridiculous footage kind of is. And they just showed that, which I really like. Honestly, I thought it was well done because I didn't feel like they were just putting like Harry Potter down. It was just kind of, you know, saying, yeah, some of these things are ridiculous. And it's, it's kind of funny though. Well, and then the headmaster of the magic school that he goes to looks exactly like Dumbledore. Yeah. That guy looked just like Dumbledore. And the fact that Match threatened him upon meeting him, he was like, well, what would you do if, oh man, what did he say? What would you do if I hurt one of your friends? Well, then I guess I'm going to have to take you out with my bare hands. And I was like. He's like, I don't mess around, right? Bro, did you just threaten the headmaster after you get called into the headmaster's office? Like, what is this? Or, now this may be a stretch. Okay. But in Harry Potter, Harry is known to be, like, very kind to any of the female characters that he encounters. Whereas MASH kind of doesn't, I don't want to say he's not nice to them. He's he's just oblivious to them, except for that one girl. This was a meme, a running meme on Instagram for a while. I could not stop laughing. But it was... He was basically like, I don't see a difference between men and women when that yeah. one girl was trying to trick him. Oh, yeah. No, and he's like, everyone can catch these hands. Men, women, animals, I don't care. <laughs> Everybody. Old people, young people. Dang. Everybody can catch these hands, basically. Because he literally like grabbed her by her waist and did a whole sumo backflip. <laughs> yes. And just literally... Oh, man. He, he, he pulled a... Like MMA move on her. <laughs> He's rated E for everyone. He does not care. No. 
Well, and he gave her forewarning and he was like, don't worry. Yeah. And I thought, oh, he's going to be really nice to her. These hands is for everybody. I don't care if you're a man, woman, child. These hands is ready to eat for everyone, like you said. I love that scene. Love that. Oh, yeah. That that was my favorite part, though, about, because I prefer characters who are like that. Mm-hmm. Who are like, I do not discriminate. If you mess with me, I will just take you down. Well, and that particular scene made me think of... Um, Yu Yu Hakusho, mm-hmm. when Yusuke, there's a particular scene, and I'm talking about the English dub, because I didn't see the scene in Japanese, just particularly about the English dub, where Kuwabara was like, Yusuke, you can't fight her. She's a girl. And Yusuke was like, I don't care if he's a, if she's a girl, male, female, she's a martial artist, so she can get these hands too. And I was like, okay. And mind you, that was in the 90s, so you didn't see mm-hmm. a whole lot of... Well, I mean, I guess you did more so in the 90s. (laughs) A lot of guys fighting females because they're like, look, everybody can get these hands. She wants to fight. I want to fight. We're going to fight. Yeah. But it kind of died off a little bit unless they were kind of making like a parody kind of like this. Yeah. So I'm actually, I I thought that was hilarious. I really liked it. So the comedy aspect is not really my thing. Uh, This is not my type of comedy, honestly yeah overall but i did like that the overall story kind of interested me in a sense that everyone has magical powers and anyone who is you know doesn't mm-hmm. is basically as we said like taken out because it makes me curious like i want to know more of the story and i do hope that they kind of have a bit more of a serious undertone because it kind of has a bit of a black clover vibe which mm-hmm. i know some people have mentioned but it could just go the whole entire way, like as as Gintama and never get serious. Which, once again, that's not for me. I do like a little bit more of a serious tone, just for a little while. But I'm not sure if that's ever going to happen. Mm. But the story, like the main story, I feel like has a lot of potential because in the beginning it is basically like a parody of Harry Potter, but it does differentiate itself with the like the deeper story and plot so i hope that they like build on that i hope so too i can definitely see the comparison although yes it is it is a mm-hmm. com- comedic comparison but i can see the comparison between like harry potter and mashley which i really like and i really enjoy but i'm curious to know if in season two is it gonna kind of take like a gintama approach where it's like still yeah. mostly comedic but then with Gintama, you still have your very serious moments. And those very serious moments last over several different episodes. But a majority of that They're season, short-held. yeah, is... They're like three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so sad because those three episodes are like so good. Yeah. Some of like the battle scenes they have are so good. But it's so short. Like it is unbelievably short for the hundred episodes they'll have of them just messing around and it's just not for me well i the reason i like it i'm definitely a fan of Mm -hmm. comedic things yeah i am okay with this type of genre because it it's almost like a mental break yeah i can see that or like a story you focus more on yeah 
Like this is like a story that you like fold your laundry to or like clean something up, if that makes sense. Or maybe that's just me, but. I think that's just you. <laughs> yeah. I don't have my like both eyes watching and I have to focus. It's kind of like, oh, I just watch it on the side. But that's me personally though. Yeah. Well, when it got towards the end, when it was getting a little bit more serious, Lemon got kidnapped. Mm. Now they got to go on a mission to rescue her. Then they get separated. And now they got to fight all these other magicians. I think in that particular case, I was like, okay, it's getting serious, which I don't mind the seriousness, but I I still need my comedic side because I'm, I'm watching this to laugh. I'm not watching this to for it to be like a regular serious shonen type of show, you know, you can't start out heavily comedic and then end off serious cuz that seems a little weird. So I still like the way that they ended it. Yeah. The very last 3 episodes, I liked the way that they set those up where it's like serious, slightly comedic thrown in there, serious, slightly comedic thrown in there, and then the very last episode was comedic in a sense, where everybody's still saying like, yay, yay, we won, yay, yay. Everybody around them is like, when are they going to stop? Or where they're all in the circle like, we're the main characters, we're the main characters. (laughs) And then Lemon is like, and I'm the heroine, and I'm the heroine, I'm going to marry MASH. And I'm like, nobody's going to address this? Yeah. Nobody? Okay, great. Because I I really was like, she is basically Hermione, except Hermione was serious, right? Like she was just no play, no fun. We going to get this and we going to fight whoever we need to fight. And I'm approved that I got the magic or whatever. I don't know. But with Lemon, she was very like, not airheaded. I hate to call her airheaded, but she was, she was a little bit of an airhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. She's like a hopeless romantic airhead, the complete opposite of Hermione. I mean, I think that was kind of the point, too. I thought that her character was just interesting to watch. Like, yes, she is technically a background character, and she starts out by saying, I'm a background character. But then she kind of falls in love with MASH. And then she elevates herself from a background character to, I am now his girlfriend, but he don't know it yet. <laughs> to now she's the hero, you know, the heroine who has gotten kidnapped. So there's that trope. I see. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like they they definitely had various tropes within the show. Oh yeah, I, I and I think that that was it was basically making fun of that. And I do like those kinds of things. I also do like that mm. much as a main character. He's a little bit different from like typical shonen where I feel he already had everything he wanted in life. Or mm-hmm. usually typical shonen like fulfill their dreams or get something or be someone, you know. But he was already content in peace. But the world around him threatened his simple life. Yeah. So he has to like go to fight to like protect that, preserve that, not to really achieve something. Well, all while keeping his secret at the fact that he don't have no magic. Mm-hmm. To which case, spoiler for anybody that has not seen it, all of his friends then find out in the very last, what, 10 minutes of the last episode 
that's when they all hits them and they're like, oh, <laughs> he doesn't have any magic. Dang, he hasn't had magic this whole time. He's just been shouting out random like, what is your magic power? What is your magic muscles? What is your mm-hmm. magic strength? And like just naming all these random magic spells. Yeah. Just, well, technically, I guess that's his magic. You know what I mean? But I liked how the fact that they're like, oh no, Mash, when he was fighting the guy of the underground magic society, mm-hmm. when he was fighting him and he was like, I've got this magic mirror. And the magic mirror is going to reflect any of your magic that you put towards it. So the fact that he just kicked him and broke the mirror and yeah. kicked the dude at the same time, that's when everybody realized, oh, he does not have any magic. Oh, shoot. We're all going to get in trouble. I mean, overall, I feel like it just... We're, it's, it's just <laughs> it just goes downhill. <laughs> it's like, we're all going to get in trouble. And he's like, Mash. Do you not have any magic? And he was like, I, I, uh, I, I got, I got magic. Like he was like, oh shoot, they found it out. <laughs> well, we can't deny this one. <laughs> Honestly, it, it overall, for me, it has potential. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It has like that potential to be more fun, uh, like funny, as well as the story could be potentially really good mm-hmm. um, if they if they do it correctly but it's just not there yet it's like the start of something that could be good but it's not quite there yet for me and I do think for people who haven't seen this I will say it probably is not everyone's cup of tea for sure but if you do like that comedy type of stuff it's it's pretty enjoyable I'm not gonna lie I know for a fact when the show aired, I saw a lot of memes on Instagram and TikTok from that show particularly. Oh, yeah. No, it it definitely got hype. It got a lot of hype, actually. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see with season two, because the hype was only for the first... Now, mind you, this is social media from what I've seen on my end. The hype was only for the first couple of episodes. Yeah. I didn't really see too much more after, like, from the middle of the season to the end. I do agree. And I think that's because a lot of people probably realize this is not for them. You know what I mean? And dropped it. Mm. And while the other people who it was for enjoyed it and kept watching. Yeah. But I do think that lore was the, oh, Harry Potter parody slash One Punch Man. And that's not really for a lot of people, I would say. Well, it had all the typical shonen tropes that come along with that, but Mm -hmm. it was making fun of those tropes. So you have MASH, who is the overpowered character, who is also the character that eats all the time. You've got uh, Lemon, who is the heroine who gets kidnapped, but then gets saved by the main male character. You've got the comedic aspect to it, so on and so forth. And you got Lance, who's like the cool second in command or, you know, yeah. not really sidekick, but. He's not a sidekick, but he's the one who's always trying to fight everybody, who's trying to prove himself. Yeah, but he's like the cool dude, you know, like the Sasuke of the group or. 
uh, the Zoro, the yeah. group or whatnot, you know? Yeah, real chill. And then you have, I forget that guy's name, with um, his hair is black, but he's got that one, like, yellow bang. Oh, Finn? Yeah, Finn. The scaredy cat? Yeah, his his trope is basically the scaredy cat. of like Every shonen has that one scaredy cat type character mm-hmm. that plays their role so well. I'm interested in his brother. His brother looks cool. I didn't know he had a brother until he popped up. Yeah. In the episode, and I was like, who is this dude? Well, when he showed up, I was like, hmm, he looks like Finn. Mm-hmm. And then Finn called him brother, and I was like, oh. And then you have, like, the typical loudmouth, stubbornish type of, like, Dot. Is his name Dot? Yeah. Yeah, Dot. So, yeah, you have the basically all the, the popular tropes there. Yeah, but in a sense, they're making fun of those popular tropes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about this show, is that it takes typical tropes that you see in anime shonen and even sometimes in shoujo and just kind of turns around puts this big comedic effect on it and it is it was enjoyable to watch i'm actually looking forward to season two i kind of want to see what happens I'm, i'm interested to see if it takes more of a less comedic more shonen approach or is it still going to maintain its comedic with more serious episodes or i hope they don't do too many of like those filler type of episodes you know where the main story is not really touched upon Mm. i do want more build on the main story because i do think the story itself is pretty cool yeah like the idea and the plot of it it sounds really cool and i would like to know what happened and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the whole no magic thing like why they're so against it and everything else also like what is Mash and where did he come from kind of thing? Well, I'm curious to know if Mash's parents are still alive and if they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, technically he was born without magic, so they considered him a curse. So obviously they abandoned him in a way. Well, not in a way, they did. Or they were worried that he was going to get taken. He was going to get harmed, yeah. so they had to let him go. Could be, yeah, it could be anyway. I'm curious to know if if Mash ever reaches the top of that academy and becomes like the grand master, like the thing that he was asked to do. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden his parents are going to come out and be like, Mash, we've been looking for you. Because that would be a good comedic aspect. It's like, we've been looking for you this whole time. <laughs> you crawled away from us as a baby and we haven't found you yeah. for <laughs> over 18 years. Your mom dropped you and then, you know. Dropped you down a flight of stairs and we can never find you. <laughs> but we've always been searching for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could see that. Because Mash's dad had them deep in the woods hiding. Yeah, his little adopt. I did like that that aspect of like the adoptive dad, you know, and him finding mm. him. And that was really sweet. I will say, I wasn't kind of expecting this, but the characters. The male characters actually look really good. Like they have nice a nice visual style. They do. The only person that threw me off every time I looked at him was the guy with the purple hair. I didn't like his eyes. His eyes bothered me. A puppet? Monster? Abel? No, not Abel. Well, yes, Abel's Abel's what they call it, the devil eye. Not the puppet tear. 
No, the guy with the puppets. Because his eyes, like even when they showed his mom, his mom had like, I don't want to say normal anime eyes, but like the normal anime eyes. Uh, but his eyes were almost like a puppet. I see, I see. Like he had those creepy clown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me wonder like, because he can, his magic is that he can manipulate puppets. Is that supposed to be like a joke where his eyes look like a puppet? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? A little bit. That's the only thing that creeped me out. Everybody else was fine. His that his both of his eyes. I was like, I can't look at his eyes too long. And they kept zooming in and I'm like kind of forcing you to look at it. <laughs> You're like, no, back away. He doesn't have those typical anime eyes. I got it. You, you can stop showing me his eyes now. But also, when he was a kid, he only had two lines. He ended up getting two. He ended up getting two more lines on his face. Yeah. So I'm curious to know, are they going to explain, like, the more powerful you become or can become, do you get more, like, do more lines just magically appear on your face? That, that's a good question. Actually, I'm not because uh... when they did the flashback he had one coming from his forehead to over his eyebrow then one going right underneath his eye and then a third one kind of crossing but then when they showed him back with his puppets it almost like he had two additional lines on his face or maybe one additional line on his face so i'm curious to know like mm. when they get older if they become more powerful do they get more lines on his on their face i feel like they discussed this but i can't remember actually well if they did then i definitely missed that because i was definitely curious at, about that i was like oh when he was a child he only had the what two lines but now that he's older he's got more lines on his face where like i know he's powerful mm -hmm. i mean it must be because basically that summarizes how powerful they are the more lines you have and of course most people are going to start with one and then i'm assuming you're going to gather more well then if that's the case is there a chance or a possibility that mash could eventually gain magic oh i mean yeah, that'd be kind of cool maybe but i feel like the whole purpose of the story is that he doesn't have it no well yeah but why don't they just draw more lines Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well because at this point now his his secret is out they know he don't have no magic <laughs> so there's there's no point in hiding the fact that he he doesn't have any magic well to everybody else though no yeah to everybody else yeah okay no i actually remember the lines thing um so everyone like in the world uh, in this world is born with either one or two lines mm -hmm. and of course, one is average, and the two is like, you know, you're pretty talented. Right. I don't think there's only three liners born. I think three is the most. Three, I think, is the most. Yeah, but through training, like, they can go stronger. And I believe they said you can actually grow that, the lines. Oh, okay. So then that would make mm -hmm. more sense. Because he's gotten so powerful, then that's where his extra lines on his face yeah. came from. Okay. Well, then, if that's the case, then, yeah, that answers my question. <laughs> I was just curious. I, I, I must have missed that then. 
yeah. Overall, it's a good show. I'm excited about season two. You said January 2024? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's as far as I read. That's what I saw. Okay. So I guess we'll be on the lookout for that. Curious to see how that season is going to go. Excited. I mean, I, I really hope they go the good route where they do delve into the story. Yeah. I'd actually like to see a little bit more story. Keep the comedic side of it, but, you know, mm-hmm. delve a little bit more into the story. I'm here for the comedy. <laughs> for sure. I mean, I feel like that's, that's the whole, that's like the biggest, biggest part of the story. Yeah. And keep, keep uh, the Harry Potter comparisons coming because that is yeah. gold. I love it. I, I hope they sprinkle in more. Yes. Like, sprinkle in more making fun. Maybe, like, some villains that are just, like, the villains in Harry Potter or stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. I could see that happening. But let us know what you guys think because I'm honestly curious to know what everybody else thinks. Because I do know everyone was comparing it to Harry Potter, obviously. But yeah, let us know. Let us know if you guys liked it. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Anime Sekai Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week. We hope you guys enjoyed. And we will see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next week. (laughs) 